Welcome to JMO with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, September 6th, and um, yeah, I guess college football happened. College football's here. Yeah. I feel like we should be a little more excited about it. Yeah, I mean, well, you know what? Let's just let, let's rip off the band-aid. We'll we'll go ahead and just we'll dive right into yep. it. We'll rip yep. off the band-aid. Um, LSU lost. LSU lost in the probably the worst fucking way I could ever imagine. And I um I went suicidal Josh mode. Like I'm not gonna lie. I, I curled up in my bed and I, I shed a couple of tears and it was just not good. Yeah. Like I, I like it was it was the biggest roller coaster of emotions I'd ever experienced. One one of the biggest I've ever I've ever experienced. It really was. Cause and that's the thing. Everything that we weren't expecting to happen just happened. Yes. Yes. Like it, it, I went from wanting to punch babies to just Wanting to, to just celebrate. I wanted to chug a beer. And then I wanted to go back to punching babies. Yeah, right? Going like, going literally like just completely frustrating. I, to be honest with you, like I hate to bring this up, but I literally felt like we were in Les Miles 2.0 again. I, same. Yeah. I had deja vu. I was like, gosh, damn it. Oh, and then, oh. so like I was getting frustrated with the coaching. And then next thing you know it, I, I just like the Les Miles time, we just, you know, we crawl back into it again, get ourselves some hope, and then, you know, muff the pun. Uh, we're just like, oh, I'm done. Destroy. I literally literally took off the TV at that point. Like, I I was that frustrated. And and then, next thing you know, I get a, get a call from my dad like, hey, they fumble the they fumble the, uh, the goal line. At the goal line, LSU's got the ball. Like, I, I didn't even watch that. Did not even watch that. Me neither. I, I have a similar story. I literally, I took the, I, we, we didn't watch it together, but I, I, I took the TV off and I went to my room. I get a notification about said fumble. Yeah. And then I turn on the TV again and I got my hopes up because they went 99 fucking yards. Yeah. <laughs> like just started driving it down the field. 99 yards. And and then we got the scare on like, okay, he got it out of bounds. But then they were like, oh, well, his knee was inbounds. And that, so they had a whole review about that only to come find out that it would have been a first down anyway. So they had time before to line up. Um, I like how Mike Norville was just like, dude. he took a timeout first to challenge it, and then he was like, fuck it, we've already taken a timeout, I'm going to take another timeout. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, I don't give a shit, I'll let them plan their play out. Oh my god. We already let them play the, plan the play out, and then we score a touchdown, and like going through, like we're still celebrating at this point. We are celebrating, still celebrating yes. at this point. We didn't yes. even get a timeout to ice the kicker. We didn't even have time. We were still celebrating, and next thing you know, it. I'm just like literally just thinking to myself, they just blocked the field goal. Okay, so basically a synopsis of of the game. Both teams start off kind of slow. I mean, Florida State has a bit, some decent drives. LSU. All right, you know what reminded me mostly of Les Miles? Okay, what's that? So at the end of the first half, the there was a change of possession. Do you mm. remember at the very end of the first half, there was a change of possession because they they went for it on fourth. Florida State went for it on fourth, didn't get it. Yep. And then not all, so there was a change of possession. That's basically an automatic timeout. Yeah. Brian Kelly had to call a timeout 
On a change of possession. On a change of possession, yes. On a change of possession. That's what that's when I started having Les Miles flashbacks. Yes. That's when I was like, oh my god, this fucking Mad Hatter is gonna pull some dumb shit out of his goddamn hat. <laughs> yeah, like I would have been surprised if he started eating grass. <laughs> I would have like I would just been like, okay, this makes sense. This is our life. Right. This, this is our life. We we circled back into just, Les Miles again. Oh my god. So yeah. Alright. The game was not good. It was not great. We, we there was special teams errors all around. There was no discipline. Um, we 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 had some injuries. We had some dumb plays. Ollie Gay, he. I mean that was that was every dumb. every bit of dumb, targeting. Dumb, dumb. Every bit of targeting. He's the poster child of targeting now. Yes. Yeah. That, it, it, honestly, if you wanted a poster of targeting to show all these refs coming in, the the, the new refs. Yep. That's what you put. Yeah. That yeah, is that's exactly targeting. Yes. And then um, Keyshawn Butte was not his mentally he wasn't there and no. he wasn't there after the game e- either. Did you see that? He deleted all of his LSU stuff off of Instagram. Scrubbed everything. Which um look, here's the thing. I'm okay with because we should have had two touchdowns from that motherfucker. And he dropped the, the first one, okay. Yeah, it required an athletic play, but you're an athletic guy. Yeah. Like you 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 need to be able to make those fucking plays. You are our wide receiver number one. Okay. Yeah. We have had the best wide receivers come out of LSU. You need to represent. You are wearing number seven. And then he had another one where um Jane Daniels threw a fucking rope to him. Yeah. Rope and it's a little slant pass, and he just didn't even look at the fucking. He it was, was right at the after safety. It was right after he was whining about not getting the ball, mm-hmm. and Jaden Daniels is like, "All right, look, you're my number one wide receiver. I'm gonna throw you the ball." He threw it directly at him, bro. And that that was a surefire touchdown. Yeah, if I had ever seen one. Yeah, if he just looks and just puts his hands like this, he doesn't even have to try to make the catch. He just puts his hands yes. right here in yeah. this position. You don't have to. You can keep looking at the safety. Just put your hands right here. <sighs> Such bullshit. All right, it was so it was bad. It was bad. I got really, really angry. I may have, may or may not have thrown some some inanimate objects. Don't worry, I didn't break anything. You didn't break anything. I didn't break Whew. anything. Um, surprised. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But um, hopefully, it, it goes up from here. All right, so well, if you want to talk a little bit more about the game, we can. But I have some spin zones, okay? Because. Whenever so my initial reaction whenever the the game ended I basically I wanted I was suicidal Josh I wanted to kill myself I wanted to kill everybody I wanted to kill Brian Kelly I even looked up his buyout is 90 million dollars <laughs> You know the and buyout even, Yes and I even tried to I even tried to to find Kojo's contact information <laughs> So like I I went through some shit, man. I'm not gonna lie, I thought about Coach O too. Did me? Yes, right. So like I went through some shit. It was it was not great. It was not pretty. I'm not proud of it. But but the 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 fact of the matter is I have come out a better man. Okay. Okay. Because here's the thing. I have some silver linings, and I know I'm pretty sure you do too. Okay. Yeah, I, I got, got some. We got some spin zones. Here's the thing. I like Jaden Daniels. A lot because we have we had a all all on our offensive line. It was all five were new starters. Okay, they yeah. were new starters, right? Yep. We had a true freshman left tackle and a center who had never really played the position before. Nope. And again, like I said, all of them fresh five starting offensive line, mm-hmm. and we had one of our best ones get injured because of a celebration play. Oh, uh, for the defensive line. Oh no, not defensive. Uh, that uh, he he got. But um, what was the offensive lineman that got injured? We didn't we have one. 
thought we had a, a guy that got they got injured. He might it might not have been. Anyways, um, so new offensive line got blown up, got absolutely fucking mauled by yeah, Florida State. Dude, they just like a broken faucet. Like, yeah, it was it was terrible the entire and, and time. And here's the thing, and I think Jaden Daniels did a good job with what he was given. Okay, because he he's athletic enough to make make plays on his legs. While while I didn't think he made he made all the reads he needed to, it's hard. You're right. It is hard to tell. The offensive line didn't give him any time. You really can't tell if right. he just if that was maybe a reads thing or if that was just the offensive offensive line. line just bleeding like a faucet. Yes. Yeah. Um, another thing, our cornerbacks didn't look bad. Our cor- I think our cornerbacks played pretty well. Like for like all in all. Okay, especially down the stretch. Especially down the stretch. Down the stretch. Especially down the stretch. I know, like, the first half, I'm kind of discounting the first half. Like, when I'm doing this synopsis and, and like, I'm doing my spin zone, it's I'm discounting the first half okay. for the most part. I think down the stretch, our cornerbacks played well. The main thing, here's the biggest thing that and, – and, okay, I like – so the reason why I was so angry and so depressed, and I'm thinking, and I'm, uh, I, I'm assuming Joe was so angry and depressed after the game, we had high expectations for this this year's LSU team. Like eleven and one, ten and two, was not out of the realm of possibilities in my brain. Yes, yes. Was, I, that, was that for you as well? Yeah, I mean, when any time when I spend nine million dollars, you know, a year. Like, I'm thinking that my product is going to be, you know, kind of refined, you know, tip top, you know, it maybe, maybe needs some working on. I get it. You know, it's the first time I'm actually having this product, but at the same time, I just, that was, like I said, when the frustrating, the frustrating part about this was that fact that we came into this season with like, hey, we're going to get somebody who's a disciplinarian. We're going to get somebody who's going to kind of keep, we don't have to worry about like a coach coming in and, you know, making just dumb stuff and like us complaining about the coaching. Uh, we, do, we, you know, all we need to make sure is just they get everybody in the right places you and stuff like that. one job! And like just all we wanted was just, you know, good coaching. You know, not somebody who's like a dumbass, like Les Miles, or somebody who's just not, you know, not it's has clueless. his head head clueless. in the game, or yeah. not have his head in the game like Ed Orgeron. You yeah. know, I, I just that's all I asked, all I asked for, and, and, that, and, and that's what we were promised. Yes, that's what we, that's were, what we promised. were promised, and honestly, that's what we bought, and, and we did not get it. It was no. the opposite. They were undisciplined. They were unfocused. It was a coaching matter. It was a coaching issue. But again, back to my spin zone. The fresh offensive line, brand new quarterback, cornerbacks played decent down the stretch. The biggest thing for me, and this is why I'm super excited for the rest of the season now, and I'm going to resell myself when Alabama comes and when we play Florida and we play Mississippi State and everybody. We did not give up. We did not give up. We didn't. We did not give up when all hope seemed lost, when the defense made a stop, and then the special teams muffed a punt, and then they made another stop and ended up causing a fumble that led to a 99-yard touchdown drive. <laughs> That's, and, and I'm telling you, this was all late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. There was no giving up in that team. Okay, that's I. That's how I'm going to spend this for myself. Yeah, that's that's what you have to. That's a good that's a good spin zone right, right there. 
That's a good spin zone. Uh, that way you convince yourself that, hey, you know, it was first game. They were they didn't quit. You know, this is this is what's going to be the cliffhanger for the next game. Yes, I agree. And I, I'm sure you got way more details into why we are going to get better as it progresses. Um, <laughs> well, good thing is, the first thing starts off is we play Southern next. Right, which so, is, it's a cleanup game. Yes. If it's not, then we're in trouble. Yes. Agreed. Whatever the spread is, I'm going to... Well, I don't bet on my teams, but if it, it, whatever the spread would be, I would take LSU. Yep. I would take LSU. Um, yeah, all right. Well, do you got anything else uh, on, on that game? I mean, we could we can go over the dreadful the dreadful special team stats okay. out of this. All right, actually, yeah. Let's. You know what? Like I said, we're ripping off the band aid. Let's let's go ahead and get it all out, and then once we get it all out, let's never talk about it again. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the special teams coach Brian Polian was the most highly regarded assistant coach that. Brian Kelly supposedly brought in. Okay, again, then, again, this is also why we had such high expectations for this season. Like most most people had us going what seven and five, eight and four. Yeah, we had us going ten and two, eleven and one. Of course, we're diehard LSU fans. Out of boy. So, but and then the thing is, is like what what was a special teams? Two muff punts, blocked field goal, blocked extra point, and a shanked punt. Shanked punt. Well, that came didn't in a, even go. That didn't even go. What twenty yards? It didn't pass the fifty. Yeah, it was. It was terrible. And like at a critical time, like we were just like, okay, let's at least get this ball down the field. And try to play defense again. Yeah. No. Nope. Dude, it was. It's. It's brutal. It, I mean, honestly, it's brutal talking about it. But I, I. I think we owe the listeners. We owe the listeners that we have to talk about it. Yeah. Because it's. It was tough, man. And you know the worst part? Honestly, this this might be the worst part. What's up? Every single SEC team won, and then we lost in prime time <laughs> on was, Sunday. That was terrible. We were the only fucking game that night. I just cause that, and that's the thing. I did think about that. I was like, oh, everybody won, and then like, oh, we still got to play. I'm like, gosh, I think I've heard this storyline before, and like, it just did. You it know, never, it didn't resonate well. No. That sounds like a Les Miles thing. Yeah. It probably happened during Les Miles' tenure. Yes. It was so bad. All right. Let's so let's move on. Um so for those of you who don't pay any attention to college football, LSU lost twenty four to three. No, we're not excited about it. Twenty four to twenty three. Twenty four to twenty three, yeah. <laughs> might, might as well have been. I, dude, I, I I put that the way the offense I put was that playing. fucking game out of my memory. Yeah. It's done. All right, so we have a great show for y'all. <laughs> um, I gotta mentally just give me a second. I gotta like re- revamp myself. Um, yeah, come back to us. Yes. So we are starting season two. We're, we're gonna do. It's a little unorthodox how we set up our podcast. We are doing it by season. So every week one of college football starts a new season. So we are entering season two, episode one. Yep. Right. Yep. So. This is going to be this is our first episode of season two. I'm hoping like I, I know for a fact it's gonna be even better than season one. We're going to uh, branch out a little bit, do a little more interviews. We're gonna I think we should do a couple of road trips, honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah, get a little honestly, different cre- settings. Yeah, create a little more content, you know. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um so yeah, the today but today's episode is going to be we're gonna discuss the rest of college football. That's gonna be the most part. And then um we'll have some you can't make this shit up. And I think we had some NFL news. 
Yep, I got some NFL news as well. Couple. I mean, a little bit getting prepared for the season. Yep, Speaking of yep. which, we've got the Dra- Thursday Thursday coming up. Oh yeah, we starts got pre- off everything. We got, the, we got the preview for that. Um, the Buffalo Bills, LA Rams. I think it's what LA Rams at the Buffalo Bills. Um, fantasy draft week. No, no other way. It's at the Rams. It's at the Rams. Okay, Buffalo Bills at the Rams. Um, and then we got fantasy draft week. Everybody's drafting last minute. Love it. It's the best. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we got OT dish and then other news. Yeah. So let's go. Um, let's. I want to start with the UNC Appalachian State game. Is that okay <laughs> with you? Yeah. Because <laughs> this game was the it's the epitome of college football. It's it's why we love college football. Yes. It it like so. Just for those of you who don't know, it the the score ended up being what was it, sixty four to sixty two or sixty five to sixty three? Yeah, I think it was the same as when they played basketball last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, it was a ba- it was a basketball score. Right. Um, the craziest part was they scored fifty. 50- or 62 points in the fourth quarter. 40 of those points were in app for, for Appalachian State. Appalachian State scored 40 points in 15 minutes. Like, that was, that, that, that was that's one of the most absolutely absurd stats I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, the underdog scoring 40 points. Like, and the- if you had the over and you were, you, after the third quarter, you're, you, you're turning off your TV. Yeah, you're done. Right? Yeah, if you, if you bet the over on that game, you're done. Mm-hmm. And then sixty-two points later, there you go. I, I feel like I feel like people who bet the over before the game and bet the over during the game just won all their money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you uh, did a live bet. Here's the thing: I think everybody bet the under after the third quarter, and that's why Vegas was like, they, you know that how that Buffalo Wild Wings thing. Yep. You, you pull the lever and and the refs fuck up the game. Vegas absolutely has that. Oh, yeah, Vegas absolutely has the Buffalo Wild Wings lever. Yes. They just pull it and they're like, oh, everybody's betting the under. So, um, ching, <laughs> Appalachian State, forty points in the fourth quarter. Run it up. Yes. Um. So that onside kick. Can we talk about the onside kick? Mm-hmm. So for people who don't know, um, they, let's see, I can't remember exactly the box score. I can look it up, but well, Appalachian State went for two and they yes. missed it. It was a wide open so guy, it was like fifty five to fifty three, something at that, at something around point. there. It was in the it was in the fifties. Okay, and they went for two. They missed it, so they had to go for an onside kick, and North Carolina gets it. Gets it on the run and runs it in for a touchdown. Okay, here's my thing with this. The um, all right, here, here I got it pulled up. Okay, so with three minutes and four seconds left, Drake May passed to DJ Jones for right for a forty-two yard touchdown. Okay, so that makes it fifty-six to forty-nine. Um, North Carolina. Then Chase Bryce passed it to Sean Davis to the right for a twenty-eight yard touchdown. Two point attempt failed. That makes it fifty-six fifty-five. With 38 seconds left. Okay, that. So, did you when you when you looked at that um, onside kick, the North Carolina players deleted the Appalachian State players. Did you see that? It was like a wall that just blew over the Appalachian State players. Yeah. Right. So you saying they? I'm woke on this. You're woke on this. I think they let them score. <laughs> oh. Because here, think about it. Think about it. If they hadn't let them score, if they tackled him. All they do is kneel the ball, run the clock out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So they let them score, so they have ni- wh- however many seconds left. Yes. 
to score another time, which they did. They scored, and they just mit- they just happened to miss the extra or the uh, two point conversion. Yeah, that I, is, that's like, nuts. Yeah, they 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 like it may have looked like a demolish, but they Appalachian State they they're smart. They they made the right move there. Look, they're big stage now. Ever since they beat, oh, yeah. ever since they upset Michigan, Michigan. they're they're oh, big. I'll stage. Never forget that. Yes. They have they've worked their way up into the FBS rankings yeah, now. Yeah, but they, they but they've also won FBSC or FCS championships, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they're, they're the Appalachian State is they're dogs. Yeah, they're dogs. They're dogs. They're absolutely, for dogs. for sure, they're dogs. I'm I'm just waiting for that time when they get into the playoff uh, talk now. Yeah. Oh, when they when the college it's playoffs it's going to come expand. out. Right, it's going to we'll, come. We'll up. talk about the the expansion later. Um, let's get to Georgia, Oregon. Um, not much to to, to say here. Uh. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yes. The first seven possessions, um, or the first seven Georgia offensive possessions, do you know what they were? Um, I'm sure they were touchdowns. All touchdowns. First how, seven possessions of Georgia offense were were touchdowns. How how does the offense get better? I don't know. I, I mean, like... They, 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 they had five... Well, no, no, no. They weren't all offensive players, but they had... A, a draft record of like fifteen players go into go to the pros. Yeah, I mean George Pickens, Samir White, yeah. James Cook. I mean they and then all I, nasty. Was, I want to say there was a couple of offensive linemen as well. I, granted, I know it was mostly defense, but I think I think James Cook's going to take Devin Singletary's job. I think so too. I think he's going to take his job. Um, I really do, but yeah. It's it was it was it was one of those games where it's just like okay this is a college team playing against a high school team. Yes. It's it it shows the separation between the top three teams being Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia, and then basically everyone else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's it, that's basically what it shows. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else on this game? It's it's basically Stetson Bennett had a nice like. Arm switch. You saw that that play. Yeah, he switched arms twice in the middle of a play, made just like made it happen, and then threw a wide open touchdown. That was the one thing I was going to talk about because he eluded some Oregon defenders and did his best best Johnny football impression. Mm-hmm. To be honest, remember? Um, oh yeah, he seemed he was notorious for doing that in the red zone where he just eluded the the defenders just long enough for some guy to just come up wide open because the defenders couldn't can't physically guard that long right it's like you can't really ask the best defender even the best defender to do that agreed um which leads me to that's what stenson bennett needs to be yeah he needs he needs to just formulate his game to johnny football he's not going to make it into the pros he's very well aware of that that's why no he he will make it into the pros but he's not going to be successful uh, i don't even know if he will even make it there He'll but, get drafted in the sixth round. He'll be a Tom Brady. I, <laughs> I mean, you got higher hopes for him than I do, but no, I mean, I mean, like he he won't pan out like Tom Brady, but I think he'll he'll end up in like the sixth or seventh round. I just say enjoy college. Just just okay. formulate I yourself agree. to your to a that's or uh, Johnny Football, Tim Tebow type of quarterback. That so just you're, you're telling them to live in the moment. Just right live in the live moment. live in the moment because this is about as good as it's gonna get. He's yes. peaking right now. He's peaking. He's peaking. Does he have a girlfriend? I I don't know. I hope he doesn't because yes. this is this is this is when you need to enjoy life. Oh yeah. So when you need to get a girlfriend is the very last game of the season. So that week you get a girlfriend. Yeah. And then because she's gonna be with you and. 
that's about the the highest point of your career is going to be that. Yes. So you're going to get the hottest girl. Yes. Because after that, it's all downhill from there. (laughs) Yeah. No. So definitely live it up. That's basically what I'm saying. And then the last thing I had for this game, I don't know if you saw this tight end that they have, Georgia has, on this team. Tell me. So obviously everybody knows about Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers, phenomenal. Nasty. Yeah, no, did did fantastic. But they got this other guy, Darnell Washington. Mm -hmm. This guy, 6'7", 270 pounds. He hurdles a man. Wow. Hurdle. So it's an offensive lineman just leaping over another human being. I mean, just completely like Saquon Barkley. Oh. Like, dude, it was, it's absurd. So it's, we got Rob Gronkowski 2.0. Yeah. Just bigger. Yeah. yeah this guy's, he's bigger. so, he's so big. He's bigger. He is so big. And That's wild. How fast is he? Do you know his 40 time? I don't know. I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll look that up. We'll go to, we'll go to practice and clock him. Okay. All right, actually, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I, I would love to do that. I, that. That is a one man I want to know what his 40 is. Yes, same. All right, let's fire off these next couple. Um, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Honestly, the spread was a little wild, but that kind of went how I thought it was going to go. Yeah, it was. It, it was It was nice, hard-nosed, smash-mouth football, and it was, it was cool to see. Ohio State started off a little slow, but then picked it up. Um, was Which, able to pull away. I feel like a, that's kind of been the story for a lot of teams. Yeah. Like the Clemson, we'll get to the Clemson game. Actually, we won't get to Let's get to the Clemson game now. Clemson started off slow, ended up destroying them 41-10. Yeah. It's kind of the same way with Ohio State and Notre Dame. Yep. Like the, the better team will always come out on top in the second half. Give give Notre Dame credit. I think that was the game plan they needed to get out early. That on. was a, a morality win. Yeah, they needed to get out early, and then yeah, or a moral victory. Yes, that's, that's what I meant. A yes. moral victory. Yeah, they can hang their hat on on that, but mm-hmm. just couldn't hold off. Yep. All right. Uh, Old Dominion versus Virginia Tech. This is tough. <laughs> First, um, the big upset of the year. Yes, the tough start for Brent Brent Pry. Um, it's his first official like head coaching game. Yes. Not good. No, no, not good. No, that's but worse. That's worse than Brian Kelly. Yeah, he's got to. He's got to know. He's got to know that like Old Dominion, Appalachian State. Those are the. Those are the upset. Upset kings. Yes. Yes. You have to like zero in on those. Those are not write-off games. Yeah. Do you know what is the write-off game when Alabama plays the Citadel? Yes. That's that a is, write-off. That game. is a write-off game. That's a write-off game. Old Dominion, Appalachian State. Not write-off games. You got to know your college football history. Yes. Um, actually, that's a good that's a good segue. Alabama, Utah State. Um, the only th- I didn't really want to talk about this. The only thing I wanted to say was um, R.I.P. and Peace, our boys that bet a thousand dollars on Utah State to win the the national championship. Yep. R.I.P. No. No. Actually, I just thought about it. They can still make the the playoff. They'll be the argument is like they played Alabama as close as they could play Alabama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, R.I.P. Our dudes at Utah State. Um, it was a good run. It was fun. We thus, had a we had a good week. Thus showing the world that yeah, you make stupid decisions when you're drunk. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You do. I wanted you to may, ar- you, I wanted to argue with that, but yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you do. don't drink and gamble. Don't drink and gamble. Also, don't drink and drive. Yes. Um. Okay, so Florida-Utah, this was probably one of my favorite games of the weekend. Um, Anthony Richardson is my dude. 
My dude, he is the Black Tim Tebow. He <laughs> even wears Tim the same Tebow. fucking number <laughs> at Florida. He wears the same number. I have I have a bet on him to win win the Heisman. Um, I mean, you could say he emulates him a little bit oh, too yeah, with the, his playing style as well. He emulates, but has uh, further less developed. Yes, uh, a little more developed. I mean, then that's just part of the evolution of the game. Tim Tebow played back in 0607. He's playing in 2022. Tim Tebow had the jump pass. He had the jump pump fake. Yes. Oh, that was amazing. That was incredible. I loved it. I, I, I'm really curious how NCAA is going to, you know, come out with the the control combination for that one. You just you mash know? the buttons, and, that, and then he'll do something surprising. He'll do a jump, uh, jump pump fake, 360 spin, and then throw it for a touchdown. Yes. Just mash the buttons, and you'll get a surprise. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, so yeah, honestly, that was a great that was a great win. Uh, we had the the dog of the day was um, that Utah receiver that just kept puking red Gatorade. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah, I saw that. I mean, he just like it would it, it, like, and he wouldn't even like hurl. He didn't like you know how like when most people puke, their body like does this motion and then you end up hurling everywhere. Yes, no, yes. dude, that motherfucker just opened his mouth and just projectile vomited. <laughs> Like, yeah, there was, and then he just got right back out there and just started running again. Like yeah. it was incredible. It was actually pretty cool because he the the red vomit was like the same color as the Utah uh, jersey. Red. Yeah, yeah. So it blended right in. It was great. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Arkansas Cincinnati. This was another uh, tight matchup that I think went exactly the way I had imagined it would go. Yeah, another example. I, of I like- just I thought I I had bet. Sorry, I'll I'll, I'll let you talk. I just I, I bet Cincinnati plus seven and it was just not quite enough. Or yeah. No, I bet Arkansas plus or minus six and a half and it just wasn't quite enough. I wasn't quite enough. That, yeah, that's what it was. It was I lost by a half a point. Gotcha. Well just look it up real quick. But I, yeah. I uh we had another example of the jump pass yes. on this one. Oh, I remember that. That was good. It, Dude, it, I love the way college football is. This is what the, the, the distinguishes college football from from the pros. Like you can do these these things. Yes. In the pros, you'd lose hundreds of thousands of dollars and probably your starting role. In college, this is this is encouraged. It's encouraged, absolutely. And honestly, which brings me to like that is a move that is primarily if you have a huge quarterback that can run through the tackle between the tackles. Yes. Because you know, KJ Jefferson, big guy, runs runs in between the tackles. Tim Tebow, the developer of it, same thing. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton was one that did it as well. Yeah, you know, Cam, big guy, Cam Newton was giant. Big guy can run through between the tackles. You have to have that threat that you can you're going to you actually are going to run it. Otherwise, you know, if somebody look like a little puny guy looks like he's gonna go run through the line, it's like, no, he ain't running through the line. Right. Like we're we're gonna we're going to actually cover everybody, cover our bases. He's about to do a jump pass. Exactly. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, no, I figured it out. So I did um Cincinnati plus six and a half. Okay. And they in Arkansas won by seven. By so yeah, seven. I lost that by by a um, a half a point. Actually, you know what? This is a good time to talk about this. You know what? I made the most responsible decision I've ever made in my entire life. What's that? You know what I did last week? What is that? I withdrew money from my sports book app oh. and put it into my savings account. Wow! Can you believe that? How did that feel? 
It felt weird. <laughs> never saw, felt that feeling before? No, I've never felt that feeling before. I actually withdrew money from my sportsbook app and put it into my account. Jeez. Gamble responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it was fun. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah. It's, until uh, the 800 uh, IRS reps, you know, come yeah, at your door. They, yeah, they come and storm my fucking house. <laughs> um, Give me my $5 from your winnings. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's moving on, <laughs> so I don't get fucked by the IRS. Um, WVU versus Pitt. This was I loved this game, and I wish we kind of would have started off with this, but we started off with the LSU game. This was a great game to just kind of set the tone for this this season of college football. I was about to say, even though we didn't start it off with this podcast, we started it off for the college football season. Correct. So it was absolutely incredible. Um, what's his face? The guy, like. The, the, uh, there was an interception late in the game. I can't remember exactly. I'm not going to try and go look through it. But there was an interception late in the game by Pittsburgh. The guy, it hit the guy, the wide receiver, or the yeah, the wide receiver for WVU's hand. Like, mm-hmm. Right in the middle of his hands. Just bounced right off. Yep. I don't know what happened there. Uh, sh- uh, lack of focus, man. Like We have four sisters, and three of them could have made that catch. Oh, dude. Yeah, every single one of them. Actually, yeah, probably all four of them could have made that catch. Because that was the thing. They were um, Pitt was having to come back. The game was tied at that point. Mm-hmm. That was the game-winning, uh, technically yeah. the game-winning uh, touchdown. Yeah. It was wild. Um, and it, it was just electric. That that whole stadium, uh, the, just like the atmosphere. And then we had the Penn State game afterwards. Yep. yep. It was. Uh, it Penn was State, such Purdue. A, it was yes. It was such a great, just welcome to college football. Yeah, the stadiums were packed, and that and that's why, like, the, like at the beginning of the show, I didn't want to start with the LSU game, but I felt like I had to. But the, it's because we had such a great start to the college football season. Like I didn't want to damper it, but at the same time, I just had to let y'all. We had to let you know how we were feeling. Well, but, we gave a fan's perspective. Yes, and we're, we're, we are fanatics. We're passionate fans. We're passionate fans. Um, last one I have is the South Dakota State-Iowa game. <laughs> and this is only because the, the score was 7-3. to three. Yeah. And the the best part about this 7-3 to three score is there was zero touchdowns <laughs> scored this game. No touchdowns. <laughs> Absolutely none. <laughs> it's Iowa football. To a T. Yes. Like, you can't script it out better than this. Yes. That, a field goal, two safeties versus a, uh, like against a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> if that doesn't scream Iowa football, I don't know what I does. I don't know what else what else does. Like you unless you have like an entire team made up of fullbacks. You know, like looking at seven, you like I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even actually picture that this was a way we could get to a seven score without scoring a touchdown exactly like me too i didn't know that was actually possible until this until it happened me too i was trying to you know what actually it was weird because this is how my brain works i was trying to figure out how they scored two field goals and then managed one more point <laughs> got an extra point yes <laughs> they got I, an extra- uh, th- th- that's where my brain went to before a field goal, two safeties. And two safeties. I saw it when it was 5-3, and I was like, ha-ha, the baseball, baseball score. Yeah. And then it was 7-3, and I was like, 
like I was doing the math in my head and I was like, I was like, wait, did they, did they maybe call back of uh, a touchdown or something? Or I mean, like, you know, said they're the, a safety or something. Yeah. Or I, I don't like, know. A field goal. I, I math was very any... hard at that point. It was, it, well, I mean, it's tough. Yeah. Like, it, it, like it's, it's one of those things. It's just like, it's hard to compute when you, when your football brain goes into like it's it starts so like you you def- it's like Han Solo in in Star Wars you defrost yes okay we defrost our football brains okay so our football brains only know how to add certain ways yeah it, this they, is not how you fo- add a football brain I only know how to add three and seven all yes. the other numbers don't that exist. is it yep. yes and maybe the occasional extra point when it doesn't get fucking blocked God gosh um but yeah it's three and seven three like, and seven like I know 21, 24. You know, 27, yep. 35, yep. 42. These are all numbers that are familiar to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know any other number like that. Yep. All right. Let's think, last thing I got. Um, so they officially came out, college football came out with, um, they're expanding to 12-team playoff. Yeah, wild, wild timing. Yes, it is wild timing. Right? You know, this is like something you would think of like in the offseason. Yes, agreed. Not right before the season starts. But I mean, I'm but I'm here for it. Yes. I'm I'm okay with that. It like it just it was like the cherry on top of to this already amazing like weekend. But agreed, like what you said, like this is something to like keep college football relevant in the off season. That's mm-hmm. one of this is one of those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Poor timing, but I'm okay with it. Yes. Um also I'm okay with the 12 team playoff cuz the more it's just more football, right? I, I like how it just like basically, yeah. No, I would have to agree. It's, uh, it's more football. Before I get to my point, yeah, it's it's more football. Yeah. I mean, that's who's going to complain about more football? Nobody, nobody in their entire right mind. Yeah. Um. I mean, usually the players' association, but they haven't gotten a player association in college yet. So. Which they probably will. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. With uh, with the money going around, but. My thing is, I it was fun. I just thought it was funny that it took us forever to get us to a, a playoff, and we got to ourselves to a pl- fourteen playoff. So the way things were going, we f- I figured it'd take us a while before we get to an expansion. And if we did, we'll go to like a six or an eight. Right, six six with a first round bye, eight. You know, with the with however many games. No, they went straight to twelve. They were like, "Fuck that, let's go twelve, baby." I, and that's <laughs> I love every fucking second of it. Yes. Like, why not? Let's just go to sixty-four. Let's do March Madness in fucking November. Yeah, they were like December. I, I mean, the thing is, is like you have the Power Five conferences, and so you you figured you're like, oh yeah, let's do uh you know the champion uh champion of the Power Five conferences, and they were like, nah, fuck it, we'll we'll even throw a six in there. Yeah, <laughs> like what I was the, like, what? Which conference is that? But I think it's going to be from the group of five. Who's ever the best right. champion of the group of five? I don't know, man. I think we should like, like you know how they like the March Madness gives like those those tiny little conferences, the winner of those conferences, a bid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think like the MAC or the Sun Belt should get a fucking play. Should get a play. Get that twelve seed, the Cinderella the, story. The Cinderella story. Like, Cinderella. come on. If I get a twelve seed that knocks off Alabama. The, everybody talk like because I mean think about it we haven't had a 16 seed knock off a one seed for decades yeah until just recently right yeah no that's true why not yeah something to think about anyways you got anything else ah uh, that's it on the uh, okay. on the college football news part all right let's get to you can't make this shit up 
our our newest segment. Yep. Um, it's just wild and obnoxious stats. Uh, it, I saw you had one. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of like t- caters to the college football theme, right? Yeah, it Mine does. does as well. But I, let's start with yours. Yep. So this this weekend was a crazy, crazy. Like you really couldn't make this up. You couldn't make this shit up on this, but yeah, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> it was I, it, the unreal part was just all the crazy plays, which it does make sense. But I don't re- I don't remember, and I'm going to go down the list. This, this is special team stats. Special, special, team, special stats. team stats. I don't remember this an opening with uh, weekend this much on special teams. So there was nine. I, and I said that correctly. Nine blocked punts, oh, three blocked field goals, three punt returns for a touchdown, one kickoff return for a touchdown, and then of course uh, you know LSU contributed two muff punts. So, so what you're saying is special teams isn't so special anymore. I, well, it depends on which team you're on. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it was it was special that's, if you that, were that's on insane. the other. Insane. Yeah. Special teams should not be giving up that many blunders. Like that's that's wild. Like, and they and the thing is, are, are, are incredible to me. There was two block punts in the South Carolina Georgia State game, and two block punts in the Clemson Georgia Tech game. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it though. By the way, for for the record, I I may say that this this is this is uncalled for, but I love seeing this. Yeah. This is, I want more special teams blunders. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, preferably ones that aren't on my own fucking team. But yes, I'm here for it. it, it it's the seasons that are the craziest in college football, and I'm referring to like 2007, is the ones that have like these crazy plays like this. So like either crazy uh, special teams blunders or crazy fakes. Yes. Oh, I love the crazy fakes. Yes. That's the only thing I miss about Les Miles was his fucking fake field goals. Yeah. He was actually really creative with this. I those. know he was awesome. I mean, I mean, who would who would have thought to throw it, uh, you know, behind your back? No, throw ab- it behind, ab- above your head, ab- above your head, yeah, behind, behind your back, back, just like a no look pass with the kicker running full speed, full speed around you, behind yeah. you. Yeah, I don't know, genius, genius, but also fucking moronic. But angry yeah, piece of shit. You can't make the that shit up. All right, another thing you fucking can't make up, and this is just adding to our misery as Louisiana fans. Um, so, yeah, like we alluded to earlier, LSU had these incredible series of events. Um, muffed a punt, fumbled a punt, and then end up making a stop, a defensive stop, recovering a fumble, driving it down 99 fucking yards, only to score a touchdown and miss the extra point. A miss the and extra get point. it blocked. Well, I I was like this reminded me, and I remember this very clearly because it was two thousand three. I was thirteen years old. It reminded me very clearly of when the Saints um, had the this miraculous play. They called it the uh, the River City Relay. River, River City, City Relay. Relay. LSU, or I'm sorry, the New Orleans Saints was playing the Jacksonville Jaguars in two thousand three, December twenty first. And we were down 13 to set, thirteen to 20. We needed a touchdown. It was the end of the game. Aaron fucking Brooks. You remember that name? Mm-hmm. Aaron Brooks throws a, touch, or throws a pass to Dante Stallworth. Also another name that I fucking miss. I love Dante Stallworth. Yep. Dante Stallworth. He goes. He's getting tackled. Laterals it. Then laterals it again. 
laterals it again. Deuce McAllister throws it across the field as a lateral, and then Peyton runs it in. Runs it in. The most like unlikely play. You, if you just just look up this play, look up this play, please on YouTube. The announcers are going fucking wild. Yeah. Fucking wild. What year was that for everybody to see? December twenty first, two thousand three. Yep. And I, I'll never forget. We were at our aunt's house. Mm-hmm. I remember watching at, this. I remember. I remember watching it too. I'll never fucking forget it. And then we, so we we're 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 down nineteen to twenty. John Carney shanks the fucking extra point. Just shanked it. Just shanked the fucking extra point. We about lost our minds. Lost our minds. It was it was the same feeling that we had. This time around, that you're right. It, yeah, it was like deja vu it's, it's all a, over. It, it was. It was. It's just that sunken feeling that you just can't get over. It's like when you go and gamble five hundred dollars in in about maybe ten minutes, mm-hmm. and it's just that sunken feeling that you just can't, you can't really explain it, but you can feel it. Yeah. So yeah, you know, being a, a Louisiana sports fan, it has its ups and it has it definitely has its it has downs. its downs. It definitely has its downs. It's not all, you know. Roses in fucking <laughs> New Orleans over here. Too hot for that. It's way too hot for roses. All right, let's get to the NFL. Um, we got a couple of things for the NFL. What are we at right now? Shit, damn, we've been talking for 45 minutes. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, football's back. Football's back, baby. <laughs> football's fucking back. Um, okay, so like I alluded to earlier, our fa- the fantasy football drafts are back. They're back in full force. Um, we got the um, NFL is about to start in, on Thursday, right? NFL is about to start on Thursday. We've got the Bills uh, versus the LA Rams. Yeah. Um, it, basically, everybody's just cramming their fantasy football drafts, and all the treasurers are trying to collect the money. Yeah, this is a stressful time. We actually just got done doing a draft. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, and uh, <laughs> all right, so everyone who's listening to this, I have a PSA. I have a public service announcement, and I need to tell everybody. Okay. Don't do mock drafts. <laughs> at least, okay, at least don't do mock drafts with random – actually, you know what? Don't do mock drafts with random people, and don't do mock drafts with people who you are drafting with. Yeah. Don't do mock drafts at all. They are nothing like the actual drafts. Yeah. I will promise you that it will only confuse you and make your brain hurt. You really, yeah, you know, it's it's you can't do mock drafts. No, it's it's one of those things you actually kind of have to do exactly what the scouts do. You just have to target a bunch of players that you want, and you see where their average draft is going because a lot they'll they'll draft. You know, most of your the teams will draft in somewhat correlation of an average draft pick, but. You just have to make sure when you are looking at that player and you say, hey, he's getting an average draft pick of such and such, do I think he's lower than that dra- average draft pick or do I think he's higher? And then you have to calculate where you are in the draft and where he's been going. So you have to, you might have to reach on him a little bit. You, oh, might, yeah. you might have to take him five or six picks higher than you would have liked to. Yes. That's a, ideally how you draft. You do not go by your mock drafts. No. At all, no. And I also, also, honestly, I think that's why your your pick 
your pick has a lot to do, especially when you've been drafting with the same fantasy crew for years, like we have. Mm-hmm. We we have this one league, man. It's it's all of our college friends. It's 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 the best. It's, it's it's absolutely amazing. well. That's the one. That's the one we're going to be publishing on the podcast. Right. We'll be doing recaps of it. Recaps so. and uh, on our YouTube channel as well. Um, yeah, and we had go, last year's on there too. Yep, go subscribe. It's it's pretty fucking funny. Like we we get real real personal with shit. <laughs> it's great. But anyways, that's why I love it. Like because you your the the draft order is actually very very important. Because yes, it's it kind of sets the tone um, of how like your projection of how your draft is going to go. Based on the players that you want. Yes. Right? So, like, and then, like, you have to – the the biggest thing is, like, when you're in the middle of your fantasy drafts, it's 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 calculating the value of said player based on what round you're in and how – you have to get a feel for the flow of the draft mm-hmm. as well. Like, like, how people are drafting. Like, this year, I'm, I'm proud of our drafts. We didn't draft a kicker or a defense besides some one idiot <laughs> – who drafted a kicker, but we didn't draft a kicker or a defense until like the, the third to last round. Yeah. And even then the third to last round was just two defenses. Yeah. And then everyone drafted kickers and defenses to the, at the last round. Like I, 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 I applaud us for that. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's the thing. That's what they, the articles say is like when anytime you read like drafting articles or the ones I, I read was basically like, do not, you don't need to draft a defense no. early on. No. And even the top ones are like so. A lot of the top ones are interchangeable too because they they they, they never they don't always work out. Yes. And I also so like I'm not gonna say I came up with this, but like I've never heard anybody say it, so I'm gonna like take ownership of it. But I think that like there's a couple of rounds in there, like in the mid the mid. So let's just say you have 16 rounds. Okay. Okay. Like in the eighth, ninth, and tenth rounds, that's. That's what I call the cuffing rounds. Cuffing rounds. Cuffing rounds where you draft the backup to the starter, whether it be the running back or the receiver. Most of the time it would be the running back. Okay. So, for example, that is 8th, ninth, and 10th round is where you pick up Tony Pollard. Okay. I was a little confused there. I thought maybe it was like the people that were most likely to go to prison. Yes. <laughs> well, or the ones that get shot. No, or get shot. Yeah. yeah. Those are the ones. No, so you the basically cuffing season is though that's or the cuffing rounds. Are, <laughs> you drafted Henry Ruggs, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Him, so, him and Deshaun. Yeah, and Ray Rice. And Ray Rice. <laughs> All right. So let me just make sure this is clear. The cuffing rounds are the rounds where you draft the backup. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But anyways. And then those are also the 8th, ninth, and 10th rounds. And I like the 10th, 11th, and 12th rounds. Those are all rounds where you you pick backups and rookies. Okay. Yeah. Because, the like I said, the defenses and the kickers are very interchangeable. Yeah. Like, you, you don't – year in, year out, you're going to drop your defense and pick up another one multiple times. At some point. There's no there there's very, very few defenses in the league that are that consistent where yeah. you have to keep them. Yeah. So that's uh, something I came up with. I like it and I, I think I'm gonna use it a little more. I wish I would have thought about it more or uh beforehand. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So it's NFL draft season. NFL draft season yeah. now. We we got a, we got a couple other things with the NFL. Um Philadelphia Eagles are still obsessed with us. 
Still obsessed. They went and got Ian Book. Yeah. Which I have no idea why they did that. But that just further proves it because Ian Book wasn't even that good. No. They, they, at, the, at this point, it's just like they're doing it to, to prove a point or they're, it's, it's it's spiteful. Yeah. I mean, because he's not – and he's not very similar to Jalen Hurts. So it's not like not they're getting a similar way, backup shape, or form. to run the same offense. Right. I, I agree. Um. Yeah, it's it's getting fucking annoying, Philly. I I hope y'all come in last in your division. Yeah, fuck off, Philly. Fuck off. Oh, and this is a good segue. Um, the Vikings get Jalen Rieger from Philly. <laughs> tell me, hey, hey, tell me you made a huge mistake in the draft without telling me you made a huge mistake in the draft. <laughs> and it was they traded to the beneficiary of them making a huge mistake. Yeah, the Vikings when they drafted Justin Justin Jefferson. Yes. Fuck off, Philly. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. God, I, I'm still pissed they got CD Deuce. Right. Um. So the mat, the Ravens mascot is out for the year. Um. Huge blow. Huge blow. Huge blow. I I do. I had them winning the AFC North. I don't think they're gonna win the AFC North anymore because of that. No, I mean, look, how are they gonna get their 12th man? You know, I going. I think the Browns are gonna win. Beat them. Yeah. I mean, they, they got the that dog a, pound. That was a tough loss. I was yeah. going to draft him on my fantasy team, but he's out for the year, so I can't. Nope. All right. Tough. <laughs> Russell Wilson <laughs> Russell Wilson gets $245 million deal for five years. Um, cool. Denver's where quarterbacks go to retire. Yeah. John Elway won a, won a Super Bowl in his last year at Denver. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl in his last year at Denver. It's only sounding like Russ Wilson's going to win the Super Bowl his last year in Denver. And I also have to mention that it's another deal right before the season. Yes. So he was focused all off season, not worrying about getting the deal done. Got it done right before the season, gets motivated. That's my bet for MVP right now. Oh, I like MVP. it. MVP. Yep. I like it. I mean, I I'm completely sticking. disagree, but. I'm sticking to my guns on that one. The all deal's right. right before the year. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. All right, I like it. Breaking news. Joe Wilson's MVP is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Okay. So are you picking the Broncos to win the AFC West? Oh, they don't have to like they don't have to win. He's just, oh, he's no, they kinda up, do. He's just gonna put up stats. No, they kinda do. Dude, Kirk Cousins puts off stats all the time. He doesn't yeah, he win. doesn't win any MVPs. He doesn't win any shit. He doesn't win MVPs. You gotta you gotta Aaron Rodgers, you know why he wins MVPs? Because he wins the AFC North every year and he owns Chicago. Yeah, but he also doesn't win Super Bowls. I'm not saying anything about Super Bowls. You're saying MVPs. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay, all right. So who do you think is going to win the AFC West? I mean, that's a toss-up. Anybody can win it. I mean, I mean, I, I agree. That's like a game of uh, that's like a game of Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, it's the it's the football it's the NFL Game of Thrones. Yes, the NFL version of Game of Thrones is the AFC West. Like that, the house of Kansas City or the house of Chargers oh, yeah. or the mm. house of Broncos. Daenerys. Cargarian, <laughs> dude, that that one's <laughs> Directius Cargarian. I like that one. That was pretty good. Oh, we'll come up with more. Um, oh man, oh fuck, I can't think of one. Um, Jamie Hernister. No, oh, Hernister. Fuck. We'll we'll, we'll come to, up. With, we'll damn, I can't. I can't, I, can't I, I can't think of um, on the fly on this one. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So let's get to the. <laughs> That's that's talking AFC West football with Game of Thrones, right? Um, oh, dude, people are too obsessed with Tom Brady's life. Like, fucking fuck off. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ, man. The guy went to be with his family for 11 days. Fuck off. Yeah, right. That's all I got to say about that. He's, I guess he's celeb status now, so people follow him as a celebrity. I guess so. Whatever. But. You have anything else? Mitchell Trubisky's named the starting yes, QB. Yes, yes. That is, that is huge, especially because of a certain stat you found out earlier. Because NFL executives have picked Pickett as the offensive rookie of the year. With Mitch Trubisky as the <laughs> and Mitch, Yeah, okay. while Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky is the starting okay. QB. That, that's also one of those things you just can't make up. It's just, yeah. You can't make that shit up. Like, they even though Mitch Trubisky is the, 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 self, the, the, the unanimous starter, Kenny Pickett is still going to be the offensive rookie of the year. No, George Pickens is going to be the offensive rookie of the year, and Chris Olave will win the offensive rookie of the year award. No, a wide receiver will win it. Yeah? It's going to be a wide receiver. You think it's going to be a wide receiver? Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care which wide receiver. It's going to be a wide receiver. Okay, so who do you think is going to win the the offensive player of the year? Like the, uh, the the offensive rookie of the year? Yeah. A wide receiver. Oh, okay. Wide receiver. <laughs> right, it's a wide receiver. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right, so you heard it here first. Wide receiver will win offensive rookie of the year. Yes. Good deal. Um, all right, do you have anything else before we get to the uh, Bills-Rams preview? Uh, that's about it. All right, uh, so the Bills at Rams. The The, the line is minus 2.5 Bills. I don't like that. Why not? I don't like it. I, I just I don't know. Because it, it's at the Rams? It's at the Rams, and I don't think there's going to be a Super Bowl hangover. You know why? Why is that? Because they don't drink in L.A. They do mm. drugs. So they don't so they don't have hangovers. Nah, yeah. They they do drugs. They don't drink. So they don't have hangovers. And drugs have no hangovers. Mm, no. Well, it depends on what drug. <laughs> but no. They so I don't think the Rams will have a Super Bowl hangover. I honestly it's kind of a money line spread. Again, this what a money line spread to me is if it's below three points and you're picking the underdog you go with the money line. Money line usually have better odds. Well, yeah, that that's why. You like you can go plus two and a half Rams, but I would say go money line Rams. Yeah, because if they're gonna if they're going to be that close, they're probably gonna they're win. probably gonna win by three. Yeah, they're pro- the, your best bet is that they're gonna win by three. That's what I call a money line spread. So this is a money line spread, um, and I'd probably go money line Rams. Okay. Moneyline Rams, just because they're like I get it, Matt Stafford's elbows a little hurt, but I don't know. It I just, it just feels like they're gonna win. It just feels like they're gonna win. Matt Matt Stafford's feelings has been hurt like ever since he was drafted by Detroit or during his time ter- during I'm not, I'm Detroit. About his elbow, but yeah, I know he's he's played through it. Before. He's he's played through worse. That's what I'm saying. He's played through a. The most dominant receiver we've ever seen in our lifetime and just was was okay with it. He, he just ended up playing through it. Like, yeah. He threw to Calvin Johnson for, for years and never won any a, a single playoff game. Nothing. Nothing. So, yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. So I feel better about my bet. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm supporting you on this it's, one. It's Rams money line. Okay. Well, so, okay. Then I'm, I'm actually interested to hear your, your side of it. Well, uh, as far as... 
as far as this goes, I mean, you got Jared, you got Josh Allen versus Matthew Stafford. Um, great matchup. Great matchup. You know, I just have to, I kind of have to go with you on this one. It's it's at L.A. Rams, and it just seems like the Bills hype right now. I think they're going to be good, I but I think it's a little overhyped right now, and I think they're going to have a little self setback, and. And then they'll come back around. And I think, then I think they'll be good during the uh, end of the yes, season. Yes, I think you're right. I think they're going to age like fine wine. They're going to be. They're going to start off kind of slow. Maybe lose this one, and maybe not look the greatest the first four games, and then just absolutely stomp everyone going into playoffs. I think they. I think they might make. I think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think but they're going to make. It I to think the, Super the Rams. Bowl. I think they're just going to start slow. Rams are just going to pin back with you know their linebackers and DBs and just be like, hey, run the ball on us. And I don't think they have any. I don't think they have a development on that at that, uh, that um, position right, right, right now. I agree. I agree. Also, um, the over under right now. This is again. This is Tuesday, September sixth. The over under and the the spread is minus two and a half bills. The over under is fifty one and a half. You smash that over as hard as you can. As hard as you can. Only bet the over in this game. Yes. Anything else? Uh, that's it on that. All right, let's get to OT Dish real quick, and then we'll get to other news. Um, on this day in sports history, I have one. Um, on this day in 1883, Chicago <laughs> Chicago White Stockings White Stockings beat Detroit Wolverines 26 to six at Lakefront Park, Chicago. This is a smash MLB record, 18 runs in the seventh inning. Anytime you get stomped by a team named Chicago White Stockings, 26 to 6, you need to just go ahead and quit baseball. I'm glad that they've developed that through the throughout the times because, yes, we can tell that stockings were worn back in the day and then they transferred over to socks. That was probably one of the better progressive moves that they could have done. Agreed. Agreed. I just had to I, I had to make that light. Also, I think Detroit needs to go back to Wolverines. Yes, that's a badass. Detroit Wolverines greater than Detroit Tigers. Yes. I, I'm surprised there's not – more Wolverines. I agree. Wolverines is badass. That's a badass name. It is a badass And it won't get you canceled. It won't. You're right. So, like, I, I feel like, I think the only thing we have closest to it is Timberwolves, but I, I just, I don't know. Wolverine, Wolverine maybe, is it better. might be just because my mind from X-Men, yes, has been, you know, instilled of badass, you know, yeah. as being the Sims. I mean, Hugh Jackman is badass. He's badass. He is badass. He's a badass. He's a badass motherfucker. That, He's I mean, a pimp. I mean, you look at that guy and you're like, that guy's badass. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. If I saw him on the street, I'd be like, whoa, that guy's badass. Yeah. yeah. What you got? So, and then my OT dish, I got in 2022, or 2020, not 2022. I had that put on wrong, but 2020, uh, Djokovic got disqualified from the U.S. Open. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> out of frustration. Uh because he hit a ball, he was trying to hit it to the uh, the ball boy, but hit it, it was in frustration, was frustrated about a call, hit it and hit a line coach or a judge, a line judge, right on the throat, yeah, like right on the jugular. <laughs> I end up wa- going back and watching it again. It, golly, I mean, he he like you could tell, like you see it in his face because it was COVID time, so they only had cameras like pointing at him. There was nobody in the crowds. But you could tell, like, he hit it, and he was, like, still frustrated, and then his, his 
complete face just dropped and was just like, oh, oh no, fuck. like, fuck, what did I do? And then, like, as she's falling to the ground, he's like, I'm done. <laughs> he knew he was He out. just knew he was done. I mean, but here's the thing. I, I, I feel for that. I've been in that situation before. Like, I, hell, I've been in that situation watching a game, not just playing a game, watching a game. I throw shit all the time. It's it's the heat of the moment. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, I mean. Because it, when you get passionate about something, you react way differently than what you would ever react in, like, a normal, when you're in a normal mindset. Yes. And so I agree. I, I feel for Djokovic in this situation. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was that was kind of funny. That was awesome. That's a great <laughs> trip back down memory lane. Yep. Um, so I have another one. Uh, in on this date in 1995, this is a big one because I remember this one. This is uh, I loved Cal Ripken, Cal Ripken Jr. Mm-hmm. But Cal Ripken Jr. breaks Lou Gehrig's record and plays in his 2,131 straight game. Talk about durability. Unreal. I think they call him what the Iron Horse or something like that. I don't remember. It, That's it was, you know. I'll look it up. But yeah, two thousand one hundred and thirty-one games. I don't think I can do two thousand one hundred and thirty-one of anything. No. Much less, uh, fucking baseball games. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Look While it. you're looking that up, I'm gonna I'm gonna Iron go on Man. to. Yeah, he, he's the Iron Man. Iron Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I would have liked Iron Horse, but Iron Man's good. Oh, yeah, I liked Iron Horse, Iron too, Man but Iron Man's good. good. But, yeah, that was that was pretty good. What's your, what's your next one? All right, my next one, I got 1980. Uh, U.S. college football longest losing streak comes to an end. 50, 50 games. Uh, there was uh, a 50-game losing streak. A 50-game losing streak. And I, uh, I believe, I didn't write it down, but uh, McCoddle College or something like that. Um, I'll, I'll have to look it up. McCoddle. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, j- just imagine, 50-game losing streak. And I'm assuming in back in 1980, they weren't playing as many games. So I would have to say that's probably... That's probably five seasons. Five seasons. That's yeah. definitely five seasons. That's that might be more seasons, than five seasons. Because five some, seasons long. Because back then they used to play like eight eight season games. Yeah. So, so they, I mean, it might have been before that, but yeah, that that was like five seasons of just straight losses. Yeah, and then they won their first game of the next season, given the timeline of it all. Right. You know, that's this wild. being the beginning. That, that could have been five straight losing seasons or like zero win seasons. That's yeah. That's like as bad like as if, Detroit. Like I was about to say, if Detroit ever felt really bad. Just go look at that guy. Dan, Dan Campbell should just show you know that yeah. that team as the inspiration. Inspiration. <laughs> um, all right, so I had this one. It's honestly, I just put this on here because I couldn't really find anything else, and I just want to see your reaction to this. Okay. Okay. So on this date in 2019, <laughs> Sri Lankan cricket fast bowler Lasith Malinga. Takes four wickets in four balls and finishes with five for six as New Zealand all out for 88 in 37 run defeat in third T20 international Palekali. Come again? I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> I, I definitely lost you halfway through that. Bro, I, this is how much I don't understand cricket. I was lost with oh, after the first line. I don't understand what what fast bowler Lasith Malinga takes four wickets means. 
<laughs> you can't. I couldn't tell you as well either. I don't know if any of the. Oh, man. So I thought that was kind of funny when I read it. I was just like, I don't. This is like talking Chinese to me. Right. Oh, last one I had in 1997 on this date. U.S. Women's Open Tennis. Um, Martina Higgins wins her first U.S. title. This is how they put it. So they Martin, Martina Hingis wins her first U.S. title. Outclasses Venus Williams. Outclasses. Didn't say defeats or beats. Outclasses Venus Williams. I think that is the most appropriate way to say how someone beats someone in tennis. Yes. And in I actually did look up the definition on this. And to outclass somebody is to be far superior to. Ooh. <laughs> Damn, that's such a derogatory term. Though. Right. Ooh. Outclasses. Outclass. Yeah. And oh, it's crazy man. how that, that is applied for sports. That, right? Yeah. Oh, that's that's tough. Yeah. You, once you get outclassed, you can't you can't come. There, there's no coming back. There's no coming back. Oh, all right. Probably gonna, why it's faded off as you know a terminology. Yeah, nobody nobody says it anymore because it's it's it, it's tough. Yes, like that's we, they started figuring out. They were like, people aren't coming back from this. We need we need we to make, need, make we need sure. to, yes. <laughs> then they started handing out participation trophies. Yeah. Um, anything else for OT Dish? Uh, that's about it. All right, let's uh, let's let's move through. Um, U.S. Open or other news because I got to pee. Um, <laughs> and we've been talking for an hour and eight minutes. So. Yeah. yeah we, hey, we did good. We did good. Here, dap me up. All right. So we got um, the U.S. Opens going on. Rafael Nadal and Medvedev are out. And Kyrgios is my favorite tennis player of all time. Yes. I, I'm just. He's awesome. He, he's so much fun to watch. He's awesome, right? He throws a fucking. Dude, did you see the match where he threw the water bottle? Yeah. At the yeah, and he's just like, oh, it slipped out of my hands. No, he fucking hurled that. That's see, this is this is why this is what we need from tennis because yes. tennis has been too civil for too long. Yes, this is this is um what what was the uh what was the the quote in Batman? Not the hero we needed, but the hero or not the hero we wanted, but the hero we deserved. Deserved, yes. Yeah, that, that this is curious to tennis. Yes, they need. They need tennis needs a bad boy. They need some chaos. Yes, it needs a little chaos. <laughs> I'm an agent of chaos. Oh, uh, that's good. I can't wait. Love it. Um, so big one for you. Donovan Mitchell gets traded to the Cavs. Yes. Um, this is huge because I think the Cavs are actually making a real push. Oh yeah, they're making a push for you know a third LeBron James return. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and Bronny coming too. And Bronny's, yep, yep. Bronny's coming Absolutely. too. Um, they 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 have Donovan Mitchell with Darius Garland, Jared Allen, and and Evan Mobley. Uh, uh, yeah, Evan Mobley, Mobley is that's a solid squad. You yeah, throw is. LeBron James into that squad, that's perfect. All they need is a small forward. Yeah, that's a boom. They, they got Bronny as a six man coming off the bench. Yes, bro. That's looking. I'm almost rooting for that. Yeah, like it's it's almost like I'm just like for for my Cleveland fan for my Cleveland friends. Like that's mm-hmm. that sounds fucking awesome. That sounds fun. 
It sounds more fun than when Kyrie was on the fucking team. Just think about the the media, how how nuts they would go again. Uh, however, oh, it would be a media orgasm. I feel like some of the media will. I think the L.A. media will definitely be like you know disgusted, heartbroken, whatever. But you no, know, like the, the, all the New York media, oh, oh yeah. they would be loving it, loving and, like it. the rest of the country. Yeah, just everyone except for L.A. Yes, yeah, I can't wait. I'm actually pretty pumped about. NBA, because I think the Pelicans are going to win the finals. So, Yep. Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. And Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. LSU is going to find a way to get to the playoffs. Yeah, we'll get there. We will. Like I said, hey, we fought. We didn't We didn't fucking give up. We're dogs. There's 12 teams, right? 12 teams? 12 teams in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's 12 teams in the playoffs. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. All right. Um, last thing I have is Aaron Judge has number 54. Again, this I, I haven't been the the game today was postponed, so he's he's at number fifty four. It's crazy though they because um, that's even tough considering now that that you know people are actually you know pitch, pitching away from they're him. just walking him they're, they're walking him. walking him yeah like nobody wants to pitch to him which I don't blame him because he's just roping everything that gets thrown to him yeah like any if you if you pitch it like anywhere below. You're asking for a home run. Yes. Like, if you pitch it high or above the plate, it's going to be a home run. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's inside or outside. Um, but, yeah, one one nice little stat I, I saw. Um, Aaron Judge hits number 54. The next, can you guess what, how much the, uh, how many home runs the second place person has? It's Kyle Schwarber, by the way. Okay. Um I think I saw it at some point, but oh, I, I you maybe see it on my on my. No, I didn't see it on your page. I'm I'm promising. I'm not I'm not looking so right Aaron now. So Aaron Judge has 54. Kyle Schwarber is second with how many? Is it 37? Nope, you're close. 36. 36. Okay. 36. Because I like that's I said, insane. I that's saw all, it before. That's almost 20 home runs. That's still, that's still nuts. That's wild. Yeah. I would um, I would like if there was maybe a Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Ken yes. Griffey thing going on, but that that's still fun. nuts. That would be fun. Yes. A 1998 Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa thing. We need that. Yes, we need steroids back. We need. That's essentially <laughs> what we're saying. But you got anything else in sports? Uh, just last tidbit: Manu Ginobili going to uh, making his way into the Hall of Fame. Pick number 57, goat of six man. Six man goat. Yeah, he really was. He him coming off the bench. The Spurs in the mid 2000s was like they were dominant. They yeah, were dominant. Just... Nobody could fucking beat them. Like yeah. they, they they and it wasn't like they had like the greatest all stars. Like they had Tim Duncan and Tony Parker was good. You know they. Bowden, Bowden, what was his name, was good. Manu Ginobili was awesome off the bench. Like mm-hmm. they, But they didn't have like this like, star-studded cast. They just played fundamental Greg Popovich basketball. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's deserving for Manu Ginobili, even though I hated him because I always rooted against the teams that he was playing. Yeah. Or rooted for the teams that he was playing against. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, good for him. You want to – anything else? That's about it. All right. We'll uh we'll we'll see y'all next week. Love y'all. Later.